Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Trio of Positivity Podcast. I am your host, CJ, and I am joined by my fellow positive people, Mike and Boopin. What's up, guys? How are you? Yo, 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 yo. What's up, party people? Hello. Of course, Hello. Miller's not the excited one on this, but you guys have a good week? It's been great. This is the highlight of the week, boys. Got to talk to you. That is very true. I'm very happy that we are still doing this and we're not at each other's throats. So we're going to get right into it. The uh, weekly review or the hot... It's because we're positive people. We are very positive. Uh, we're going to start with the uh, top news of the week. We're going to start with the NFL. Uh, probably the biggest news right now is that the uh, commanders have officially got a new owner coming in. Uh, the deal has been approved for six point. Five billion dollars. Uh, six point oh five. Six point oh five. I thought it was six point five. I apologize. Um, and it looks like the owners need to approve it, and it might be at a special meeting that might be coming up before I believe training camp or the first preseason game. I think that's what they are they are looking to um get that going. However, it looks like there are going to be some new rules coming in. Um, about potential future owners coming in um, and teams being yeah. sold. Um, yeah, so what do you guys think of the uh, commanders and Dan Snyder's reign? This is like, you guys know the business side of things fascinates me, right? This is like such an interesting, mysterious stories. There's rumors that it's a $7, $7 billion bid out there. But it's with questionable sources. People don't know if the money is coming from Saudi or where it is. So it's not even being entertained. So the rumor is that if it was any team except the uh, um, commanders, like this sale would likely not go through. But because other owners want it, want them out pretty bad, it's been a pretty, you know, troubled franchise. That's, that's what's going through. But again, I think fascinating stuff. The business side of things really fascinates me. Miller? Yeah, I mean, the commanders, they're in an interesting spot. Dan Snyder has done a lot of interesting things with that organization. It's dragged it down to the pit of the NFL, in my opinion, and it's time to move on. So yeah. one of the rules that is looking to be implemented, um, the NFL dictates that a new primary owner has to be able to pay cash for a minimum of 30% of the team. Uh, but it looks like the Harris group may be taking on more than the allowable amount of debt to purchase the team. So that is going to be something to look forward to if there are new franchises uh, that are going to be sold. But as far as money is concerned, we're going to transition to what I think are two big news coming from the uh, NFL schedule. Uh, we are going to talk about the brand new Black Friday game that has been added, as well as the first ever streamed playoff game with Peacock. So what's crazy about the Black Friday game is going to be Jets and Dolphins, but there's actually a lot of teams that volunteered for it, which yeah, I, I find is nuts. I, I literally was going to talk about the same thing. Uh, I was reading about it. Turns out it's a big advantage to host a game, especially that weekend, right? Um, so, like, that's why a lot of teams are going for it. But supposedly the Bengal, Bengals wanted it, Jets mm -hmm. wanted it. Looks like the Jets got it. But, yeah, I was going to talk about the same thing, Chris. It's very fascinating. 
Yep. And the thing that I wanted to bring up to you guys as a discussion, how close are we to the NFL actually having Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday games? Because I don't think they'll ever do Saturday. The money's there. I they probably won't because of college football. Yeah. Also Fridays, right? High high school, right? Yeah, that's Friday not night a big deal though. So you, the I thing mean, is, Friday Night Lights is big for like locally. I would think though. Yeah, local, but they're not on the like, national networks. They probably don't want to compete when they need don't need to, right? You probably lose a like if your kids is playing or your town's playing, you're probably going there instead of watching the the NFL team. Was my thought. Well, the reason I bring this up is because um, it's going to be a Saturday night wildcard game on Peacock. It's going to be exclusive to Peacock, meaning unless it's your team that you're not going to get blacked out for, you're going to pay five bucks to watch that game. As That's what the uh, Peacock subscription is. So is that something that um, could entice the NFL to say, hey, if we're going to get five bucks or that additional revenue for having a game on the streaming network, why can't we open up to more days? Uh, They're not going to get additional revenue. Peacock didn't get the revenue. Peacock the NFL just got paid by Peacock to have the and game Peacock, on. Peacock, they, they, they get paid by every uh, every network. But, but this, this was is an a, additional. Again, talking about the business side, this is a big deal, right? Because most of the NFL games are like, at least with some some local channels, right? Like, so you can watch it here and there, like, maybe not all the games, but I think this is the first time where none of the local free channels have it. It's only with, like, the only with the streaming network. I think this is the future, right? Rumor YouTube is Amazon has, wanted some uh, games. Yeah. No way. YouTube has NFL uh, Sunday ticket now, too. Yeah, so. it's... I mean, it's you, like can argue that, you can argue that Amazon had started this with Thursday night. But I feel like more people are going to have Amazon than they're going to have Peacock. The big thing here is it being a playoff game and the implications yes. of that. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just not going to watch the game. Don't really care. I live in Chicago, so if the Bears are in that game, we're going to still get it on channel. Yep. And if they're not, guess what? They lost a viewer with me. I'm not going to spend money for to watch one game. Um Especially with it being Wild Card Weekend, there's plenty of other football action going on. So it's the late night game too, which is going to be um, that. That's really what's the driving force in that too, which is the the prime time edition. Um, but we're going to be uh, moving on here. We're going to switch over to the NBA playoffs. As of now, the final four is set. We've already had Game One of the Lakers and Nuggets. Uh, the Lakers lost Game One. And uh, Heat versus Celtics is actually going on as we speak. And if I take a quick glance at the score, the Heat are up 103.98 with 10 minutes Ugh. left in the game. I Should've have the, Heat. the Miami Heat money line. I have the Heat uh, in six, which I got uh, laughed at a little bit. But that leads me to open up to you guys. Do the Heat actually have a chance? Nope. <laughs> yes, they do. They they have like again I I talked about this last they were eight seed this is incredible this is good for business uh this is so great I think their bench like was the story before yep. even today Lowry off the bench fifteen points Martin off the bench ten points it's just they're getting so much production out of that bench twenty five points off the bench in a playoff game come on they are playing incredible even the defense Celtics is ninety eight points under 100 like 
they were 10 so minutes hot. left of the game, dude. True. They're going to be over 100. True. Yeah, but the, heat, or the, the Celtics perform better when their opponents are only at 90 points or less. And so the Heat are already over 100. Um, but one thing to also point out, our former Bulls player, Jimmy Butler, this was his second straight conference appearance. He's appeared in three out of the last four with the Heat. Mm. Another interesting tidbit about him was that for every uh, team that he left afterwards, he his team performed better than the team that he was at previously. So when he was in Minnesota, he left to the 76ers. 76ers went further. When he left the 76ers, he then went to the Heat, which got to the NBA Finals and stuff like that. So that's something that I've always loved about Jimmy. He is a absolute What did we beast. what happened there? Did we trade him to Minnesota? We did. And then we got marketing for the draft pick, right? And Zach and then another throw-in player, right? Something for that point like, guard, right? Something like that. I don't have oh, We it got in front ball. Of me. We got no, ball. No, we didn't get, we didn't get no, ball. This was ball this was, was free agents. The, we got another point guard that was like drafted fairly high like two years earlier. So it was supposed to be a really good trade, but the point guard never went anywhere. I don't even know if he's still in the league. Was it Marco Rubio? He screwed Rubio? up on marketing. No, it was it no. was a young guy. It wasn't Rubio. Um, um, one awesome note to give to the, Celt- the Celtics, uh, the game seven that they played against uh, the 76ers, uh, Jason Tatum went absolutely nuts. 51 points. It's a, it is a NBA record for a game he seven performance. Could he not miss. Could not miss, dude. He was on fire. Like, oh. I just game. think Good the game. Celtics have too much firepower for the Heat. I think they'll I agree. The I Celtics agree. will figure them out. I mean, they, they were got doing Jimmy the same Butler. thing last series, guys. Like, they were sleepwalking. Some games they would show up, some games they were not. It's well, like Jimmy did get hurt the second game, too, but. Um, We'll we'll see. And also, just a quick note uh, regarding the Lakers and the Nuggets. It'll be very quick because we are somewhat not fans of LeBron. I think, right? Are we okay? I with like LeBron? LeBron. I have no problem. Would you with say LeBron. that this is probably the best team that he's led in in the playoffs? A hundred percent, no. Yeah, no. I'm even close to the Heat teams. Oh yeah, forgot about the Heat teams with Bosh <laughs> and Wade. No, but uh, what I'm Wade. saying is with LeBron being the guy, just one Chalmers. guy. And he has Anthony Davis. He does, but Anthony Davis. There's only been is... one time where he was the guy, and that was when he was first started with the Cavs. And they didn't. No, like Kyrie. he he won one with that Cavs, like, didn't he? He won one yeah, after. Yeah, but that was with Kyrie. That was after. That was when he went back. Yeah, that, no, he's talking first, about when he got uh, like first the finals with San Antonio. Yeah. yeah, like that was like the only time when he was with the big fluffy hair guy, the fro guy, whatever his name was, and those guys. That was like the only time he actually w- didn't have any superstars. Other than that, he's always had superstars at least. Now, I agree. The the rest of the team is all scrubs. I'll give you that. But for the most part, um, the they still has a star. And I think Miami's team is better. Okay, uh, we're gonna keep it with the uh, NBA. I have a question for you guys. Did you guys know that four coaches were fired? And I'm going to give you guys some stats. Monty Williams with the Suns, he was the uh, 2021 Coach of the Year and had a finals appearance. Uh, Mike, I'm not going to say his last name from the Bucks because I'm going to ruin it. Uh, Budenholzer. Thank you. 2021 NBA champion coach. Uh, Nick Nurse from the Raptors. 2019 co- uh, champion when he was on the first season with them. And uh, good old Doc Rivers with the 76ers, whose uh, fame was with the Celtics, but... 
He's six and ten in game sevens. Um, guys, there are three uh, finals appearance coaches here. Has the standard changed for coaching in the NBA? Like, I mean, do you need a title this quickly, even though you've already won one? Dude, look at the list. Like Doc Rivers, multiple champions. Twenty twenty culture, no, twenty nineteen champion, twenty twenty one champion. Like, I, Jesus, I don't this... personally. I don't think Doc Rivers is. He he got fired, but he, I think he's on a different list because he was with the Seventy Sixers for a while, right? Two seasons. Never mind. He definitely deserves to be on this list. Really, no, no, two no, seasons? Two or three. Two or three. Like he took him to Eastern. No, not Eastern Conference, but like. They've the never gotten past round. The second round. They've never gotten yeah. past the second round. But both years to make it there, I, 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 and like here's the saddest part. He even gave a news conference that he was coming back next year, and then they fired him after the news conference. So I think, honestly, he's getting the same bad rep that Tom Thibodeau is getting. I think he, uh, he's overworking the players, and the players are kind of turning on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I mean, if Doc Rivers was to come to Chicago, I'd be happy. Oh, that would be so great. I still think oh. he's a good coach. Yeah. yeah, he's a heck of a coach. I, I mean, would take Monty Williams though. If, if the, the craziest Bulls... thing is Monty Williams, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, I mean, maybe like he got there last year. They didn't even have Kevin Durant. They had what? Right. They had Booker, and they Booker, had Chris Paul. Chris, Chris. Well, no, he, they didn't make it last year. Last year they lost to Luka Doncic. Uh, Doncic, um, Dallas. with with Dallas. Uh, but you're talking about 2021. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. That is 2021. Oh. Who was with Booker? It's it's 2020. Everybody. 2021. Uh, it was um Paul and Booker and Andre. That's how Paul was. DeAndre yeah. Ayton. Yes. Um, I might Ayton. have that wrong. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um. Um. But this also is going to lead into the more of the Chicago question. Uh, Billy Donovan. Um, we're going to talk about the NBA draft here in a little bit. What do you guys think? Are we Man, at the... Did anyone get any chills for like D Rose? Like we had the same odds oh of like God. getting, getting okay, D Rose. Then... Step back. The, the hype around this was very similar to the hype about the fucking NFL um, draft thing or the scheduling NFL scheduling. Sorry. I just didn't get it. Like we had like a point one point nine percent chance of doing. Yeah. Anything. So just to give the uh, audience here a little bit of feedback, uh, the NBA draft was recently held. Um, the Chicago Bulls had an eight point four percent chance to get a top four pick. They had the one point eight percent chance to get the number one overall. The only difference, though, is because the Bulls decided to make a trade with the Orlando Magic. The Bulls needed to be in the top four in order to retain the pick. Anything past it would have gone to the Orlando Magic, which is exactly what happened. Um, does anyone remember what was the trade? Yeah, it's for Nico Vucevic. Vucevic. So a lot of people are thinking the Bulls got fleeced because we did not get a first round pick. I mean, Vuce has been like solid, though. He cannot say that. He's like we a 2020. We have not made the playoffs. We've only made the playoffs once since the trade. Yeah, I think the ball like trade like they expected him to play i i think bulls are gonna have to do something this year right i think um the rosen is probably gone right um uh, i don't think that's 100 percent true no is like, he signed yeah. no no does he have an option no. he's a free agent i believe he, he has an option 
Yeah, he has an option. That sounds right. Or he's a free agent. Um, but yeah, there's no chance he comes back unless the Bulls make some legit change. Getting back to the draft, there was just so much talk around. He is a free agent in 2024. So next year? Okay, so yeah, Mm -hmm. so he's still got another year. He's got another Um, year. Which, if the Bulls are not doing uh, great, we can't trade Zach Levine. We we sign him to a a max, I believe. You can trade him. We we will not want to trade a max. You doesn't benefit. There's there's no benefit of trading a max out contract. Getting him off your books. Yeah, but I think you are essentially starting from scratch with no star. And I think NBA, NBA is, Max is Zach Levine a star? Huh? Yes. Is Zach Levine a star? Zach Levine yes. is considered a star in this Chicago team. Wait, oh, he's a star legit. He can he, he can average 25-10 most games. Like, he's a star. Come on. You guys are... He's a point guard. 10? There's no way he's doing 25. Let's see. I thought that's how one my. You can go ahead and look at. Five and five. You can go ahead and figure that part out. But in addition to the draft, the San Antonio Spurs get the number one overall pick. And apparently there is uh, talks of this generational talent coming from France. Uh, Open, you want to tell us more about that? Apparently he is a generational talent. I'll be honest with you. Don't know the guy. Uh, what's funny is the internet. Okay. Hold on. What was funny is the internet was um, making fun of ESPN because they sent uh, Brian Windhorst out to France to interview him during the the uh, NBA draft. The interview only lasted ninety seconds because they didn't speak the language. No, because that's all that it was slated for. Because they had the Lakers and Denver right after the draft. <laughs> so here's the thing. He's a seven foot three center that can apparently play all these positions do we actually think this is gonna work out i'm like very skeptical there is so much hype around this kid about how he's gonna be the next like the second coming of like lebron and all them he's seven three we all i don't think lebron what was that kid that new york had from europe like that could shoot three that Bulls had for one season. Uh, it's the P, he's on the Mavs, right? Yeah, yeah. Por- Porzingis, right? Porzingis, yeah. The Bulls he, never had Porzingis. Porzingis. No? I just, I mean, no. Porzingis, yes, I understand. But what I'm getting at is health-wise. When you're seven foot three, things are bound to start breaking down. I Miller, mean, yeah, but I think the difference. Seven, no, no, no. Miller, you're closer to seven three than both of us. So you could tell us more about that. <laughs> we are a little take a look at my ankles and my other, my knees. Well, that's what I was actually, this is actually what I am going to tell you guys. Um, I think because he's already been playing professional and he's showing certain stuff, like someone, uh, it was during ESPN or maybe it was Twitter. I saw like uh, an NBA exec was like, if I was to have the number one pick and he was there, I would give him the max contract now, which is like kind of nuts to say. Like, look at Chet Holmgren. He's a very similar type player in the the stature, right? He's tall, he's skinny, and he's lanky. Very similar. He was out all year because he hurt himself. Like, I just, I just have a hard time saying this guy's a generational talent with him being that size and that stature. I, I, I think just, a lot of it has to do, though, a lot of it has to do that European players in the last couple drafts, like Porzingis, 
Doncic, they were never looked at the way that a lot of people, like common NBA fans, would look at them. And I think they see this this kid from France, and they're like, this guy could be better than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, so. I, it's definitely the Donke, Doncic, the Nuggets guy, right? Like um, the two MVP back to back. It's definitely part of that too. Was Jokic a uh, European guy? I believe he so. He didn't play in the States? He didn't play college? I, I believe so. so. Uh, moving on, a quick note on the uh, NHL playoffs. Um, we are down to the final four. And uh, these uh, these four cities really don't have winter. How do we feel about the Stanley <laughs> Cup going to a uh, a warm weather city? They don't know what it takes. <laughs> no it's funny it's vegas which is a team just moved there right dallas that would be interesting i don't think there's supposedly there were lots of fans when they were in the playoffs but that'd be interesting dallas is a big market dallas i think that's market. like one of the markets that's holding this nhl um uh, carolina um and um florida, florida. right because Florida Panthers. doesn't have much of a market, I don't think. No, no. Vegas probably doesn't have... I don't know. Well, and it's they crazy because Florida has two NHL teams? teams? Yes, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They won last Florida. year? The Lightning? Like that. I no, so. I don't think they won last year. I think they won two years ago. Two years ago? They went. I think they went back-to-back, and they were going for their three-peat last year. Oh. That sounds right. That's um, And one crazy thing to note, um, as far as I'm concerned... It looks like the ratings for the playoffs on ESPN are up compared to uh, what NBC was performing. Uh, and I haven't been uh, a casual. I've been more of a casual, but less watching it. Um, how do you guys feel? Does it feel, if you guys have watched these games, do you guys feel it being different on ESPN than it was on NBC? Or is it the same? I don't hey, notice much of a difference personally. Like honestly, the games have been better, right, Miller? Like it's lots of game sevens. Um, you know, like Boston had that crazy year and they got like shut out right there's, away. There's definitely like, more parody. Yeah, there's definitely like I don't know, lots of young players, exciting players, like Oilers. They lost to the Vegas, but you know, there's a big start there. I don't well, know, I lots like of there's like the wild cards leaves. put up a fight. Like I believe yeah. Panthers were a wild card. I too, I think right. Yep. Yeah, Panthers were wild like cards. two or three wild cards in the. Yeah. What the semifinals? No, not the semifinals. We're in the semi quarterfinals. Oh. So I mean, I feel like there's a little bit more parity, which leads to good games and stuff like that. So yeah, that could play it's a role, but lots of good stars too. Austin Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Oilers had that big star there, so like. Lots of big stars too. So it's been fun, honestly. Like, don't think I've watched playoff hockey in a minute, but I watched some. This this. Where year, was so. where was the NHL on? Prior NBC. Uh, NBC. NBC. They weren't all NBC. What what is their sister networks? Uh, they were on NBC was, uh, like on the weekends, but they were on NBC. Did uh, like they were on Wednesday. USA? Was it USA? USA or, like, I believe TNT. TNT? That could play mm, a role. I don't remember TNT. Yeah, I think they were at their sister. Network. They're on TNT oh. now. They're yeah, on TNT. Some now. games on TNT now. Yeah. I didn't um, think ESPN. But it was like NBC TNT Sports Network. Um, I don't know. Yeah. ESPN did some games. Maybe they did playoffs, right? 
East Fiend definitely had a crew. I remember the old dude, whatever his name it is. All, it, it was long all, hair, white. Yeah, and you're talking about Barry Melrose. No, yeah, that's yeah. um, that's coverage. They did that's coverage. coverage. Um, but yeah, I it's I do miss the theme song to the NBC. It was always pretty cool when um. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's basically what I missed. Um, moving on, uh, we're going to switch to some, uh, MLB news. Um, the last place Oakland A's are essentially going to be leaving. Um, and rumor has it that they are going to Vegas. It's a sad story. It's not true. They're leaving. They bought a site, right? They bought a place in Vegas. Like, it's like the bears moving to Arlington Heights. Like, come on. It's just a matter. No, of... no, but like the. Well, there's a part... little bit of history before. Like I think the Oakland refused to do um, some changes to the stadium. Yeah, um, they didn't want so to. This, this was this this was a long time coming. In my Did opinion. you guys see the site they bought? I think it's right in the middle of the strip. Tropicana, right? Yeah, like they bought. Oh really? They, yeah, they'll be right on the strip, which would be insane. It's just so sad to see Oakland go. Like. They lost the Raiders. They lost the A's. I mean, all they're gonna have is the Warriors. Oh, they. The Warriors too, are right? not in even Oakland. Yeah, they went to San Francisco. The Oracle right. Arena is just sitting there now, and uh, I believe Warriors Coliseum, Chase Center, or something like that. Yeah, Colise- um, Oakland Coliseum, right? Yes. Yes. Um, another interesting note: um, Domingo uh, Herman was ejected. For the second time, because they quote unquote found foreign substance. Uh, That's been a lot of fun. That series with Toronto and Yankees back and forth, all the cheating, the quote unquote cheating scandals. Eh, it's not all cheating, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's, it's not all cheating, but it's just, it's the competitive nature of the sport. I don't think we'll ever get away from it. I think MLB will always be people trying to gain an advantage any way they can. So and, with them being caught, on the field, it is an automatic ten game suspension. Um, so he'll be gone. Uh, last week, Max Scherzer uh, was the same. Uh, there was an interesting note on the uh, Pat McAfee show today. Apparently, all the umpires got together and they started mixing stuff on hands, like sunscreen, sunscreen and sweat, sweat and rosin. Um, spider tech i think it's what it's called and they would rub it on their hands and the umpires would start touching and feeling so that they can kind of feel it went it it was that elaborate that's kind of crazy yeah so that's why um they were also talking about how it could be random when the when the umpires show up like it can be first and third inning second and fourth it doesn't necessarily have to be because they're seeing like more spin or something like that but it does bring into question where like if it's fucking sunny outside and you can't wear sunscreen because you might get ejected will you risk the sunburn (laughs) but here's the thing like from everything i heard that this substance was essentially sticky glue on his hands apparently it was was very noticeable it was very noticeable like the umpire i think came out and he said like i couldn't even take it was in his pants from what i hear the the max surger thing supposedly like it was like a legal substance too and like it sounded like he was gonna appeal but he did not be even appeal so like it's really interesting what's happening here like 
you guys are absolutely right. It's illegal to, to try and but like here's what I what I found the fascinating thing. Baseball is a game of stats, right? There was a guy that was literally breaking down how much the curves were changing. His like gripper normally versus like his like like his grip and everything. They were breaking it down, the angle of break and everything, and it was like fascinating to me as to like what the breakage was. And that's why he was it was not because like it was probably because they saw something, but it was also because like He's on it today, you know. If if you want to see, um, at least resin, um, and sweat what it can do, look up Pedro Martinez on the MLB Network. He actually shows sweat and resin on his own hand, and the ball is literally sticking. Like you can actually see it. He does a really good presentation and how just the extra grip actually helps out. So if you guys want to catch that, it is available on YouTube. Um. Moving on, we are going to end the hot topics of the week with uh, an exciting one. Miller, the hottest wanna, topic ladies. of the week. The hottest the topic. Hottest Miller, topic. you want to you want to let us know what's going on? Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition is out. Came out 2 days ago. Go to your local newsstand. Make sure to pick that one up. On the cover is the one and only Martha Stewart. Fuck yeah. 80 years young. Nothing like a convict yeah. on the cover. Oh, love it. <laughs> she you actually guys, looks good. Do you guys um remember what was your first like purchase of it? Like was it high school? For me it was high school. My first legally? one purchase. Legal like, purchase. Legally I purchased it sophomore year. I remember that. I don't remember that. No idea. Who was on the cover, Chris? Oh, I don't remember. But funny enough, just a quick transition out of this. Um, I remember buying a Playboy magazine for one of our buddies' birthday. His name was Hitab. And uh, Jessica Alba was actually on the cover. But Jessica Alba ended up suing Playboy because people bought the cover thinking that she was going to be topless inside the magazine. And she wasn't. It's a shame. So it is very shameful that we didn't get to see Martha's knockers either on the swimsuit edition. No one wants to see that. <laughs> so that's going to cover for the news. Um, real quick on Chris's soccer corner. We have the European final set. Inter Milan versus Man City. Man City stomped Real Madrid today. Stomped. And... It was a four nothing, four nothing for I. It was I stopped watching after a while. Um, there was one stat which I'm gonna try to look up real quick. Um, there's two players, one on each team, that was on Argentina's um, World, World Cup. Cup team. So for the tenth time ever, one player will hoist the World Cup trophy and the European final trophy. Um. And that's basically it for my soccer corner. Boopin, what do you got on the uh, F1 side? Uh, we didn't have any races last week. Uh, we did have a race schedule for this week uh, in Monza, which is like Ferrari's home ground, but it's flooding. Literally, there was a photo out today on social media of like the race, the paddock, everything flooded. So they canceled the race. Um, I'm pretty new to F1, so I don't know if they reschedule the race or what happens. But yeah, it's kind of sad um, that they ended up uh, scheduling the race. So I don't have much. The only thing is 
Mercedes, who's not been super competitive this year, they supposedly had some updates done, so they should be closer to, um, like Red Bull with their dominance so far. So that would be the thing to look out for in next race. Next race is in, uh, Monaco, and I think it's Spain after that. So we got back to back weekend races coming up. Very nice. Um, with that, we're gonna transition to our buddy Miller and. Miller's going to give his sexy stat of the week. Stat of the week? It's really not a stat, but it kind of is. Obviously, we kind of mentioned Doc Rivers getting fired, so we all know that 76ers did not pull off the series against Boston. And one of the reasons why was the play of this year's MVP, Mr. Joel Embiid. He was truly the regular season MVP, but he just didn't show up in this series. And really, the post the the whole se- uh, postseason in general during the season, uh, Embiid averaged thirty three point one points per game. In the playoffs, his average dropped to twenty three point seven. This was a drop of over nine percentage points, and this is the first time in history. Well, the largest drop. By a year, by that year's MVP in NBA history, that drop directly caused uh, the 76ers to lose. And the cojones that you have after a game where you put up 15 points to come out and say that you can't do it alone and you can't do it with James Harden alone, it's just laughable. It's just... Miller, I have a stat for you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. This podcast, I've been going for 34 minutes. <laughs> this is just for you. <laughs> That's sad. Because Joel Embiid and the 76ers got eliminated. Joel Embiid is the first MVP to not play in the conference finals in NBA history. Wow. Huh? Joel Embiid Dude. has become the first NBA MVP to not play in a conference finals. Did Rose? I don't. I believe yes. Rose did play a conference finals. Yes, we did. That was the year we lost to the Heat? No, that was the year we lost to Cleveland. Yeah, Cavs. I didn't think that was the conference finals, but I could be wrong. But what's funny is obviously the 76ers still have a chance to um, make that not be a thing. Uh, but that's something that I read on Twitter, and then I had to actually search to Google it. Um, and I uh, believe um, there is also a player that m- has made MVP and not made the playoffs. I can't. I don't know if it's Kareem, but uh, I'm, don't correct. I know Kareem's been to the playoffs multiple times, but there was a name out there. Um, but thank you for that stat. I did. Um, I did see that drop. And do you guys think? I know we're gonna kind of divert here but i just i did have a quick question for you guys do you guys think um the 76ers and joel mb like that's the guy because there was rumors that harden might leave and stuff like that but he's harden was like not a factor in this series mb is there good series a few good games didn't he I think the best game was when he did nothing (laughs) when he like basically was a role player they have maxi they have Embiid. they have like some of their role players need to step up for sure. I think Maxi is a good addition. They need some shooters on the outside. So Embiid can go inside. 
they needed Harden to be more of a star, and he just he yeah. seems to be. A little, I, I, had I think it's too though. washed up. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are now going to get into the meats and potatoes of the podcast, which is more Chicago-based sports. We're going to kick it back to our uh, Cubs and Sox rivalry. I uh, I do want to start off with a fellow Sox fan, uh, Boopin. I have some stats for you. Uh, you congratulations! You guys ended a five-game losing streak, and you actually won. Um, you are last. Your last ten is four and six. So a couple questions for five you. Five and five after today. Thank you. Well, you never know with the White Sox. Uh, you they guys. Won. Oh, you actually won. Yeah, they oh, won two congrats. in a row against Cleveland. Look yeah. at that. We we started streaking, boys. A uh, couple questions for yeah, you. Let's go. Oh wait, can the White Sox? Can you actually make it competitive still? Um, the I texted you guys this. I listened to a podcast this week, and it was sad. They were talking about blowing it up. Who can we trade? The sad thing is, most of the contracts they have, it's not something they can get rid of easily. The rumor is some of the pitchers might be traded because you know they're easy to go. Um, but. Like Tim Anderson is at least here till next year. Will they trade him this year? Will they keep him for next year? Eloy, I don't know if a team comes watching, um, wanting him. Like he's been hurt the whole time, right? So doesn't look like there'll be much to go, but there's so definitely you're... rumors on the south side that they need to like blow it down to the studs. Yeah. And then like I mean, start all over. Again. Are you are you in support of blow it up or are you in support of letting it ride? I, I don't know. They tried it last year, right? They they tried to go. They got rid of a like sale and um, Rodon and got a couple other pieces, and they tried to build around it. I feel like uh, it looks like the team's doing all right. Let them play this year out. See where we are at the trade deadline, and but yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a rebuild, if not a full one, a partial one. I think the management needs to go. They've been the same people in charge forever. Jerry sell the team, you know, like the billboard. I'll probably give them more money so they can put it in multiple places. Um, that's what it is. But no, the teams again, it's not blowing anyone out of the water, but we lost the series to Kansas City, but then like they split against Houston Astros, who are not having a great year, but they're still Houston Astros. And they've won two two out of three with the Cleveland. So I have the violin for you, don't worry, you can the, keep going. The problem is their division's so shitty, just like the Cubs division. Yeah, uh, just like, I have a couple stats for you guys, if you guys don't mind. The White Sox are currently ranked 11th in the uh, AL in runs scored with 183. However, you are second to last, with last being the Oakland A's on runs allowed at 240. Yeah, ERA is pretty bad. Yeah, I think our best pitcher still has like a three-run ERA, and the worst is probably like six or seven. Um, yeah, no, lo- lots of work. But um, since we're talking... <laughs> I don't want to tell you guys before we throw it over to the Cubs. Let's let's throw a little bomb at you. It's uh, bottom of the ninth. I'm aware. Uh, I'm well aware. Of we're, what, watch, I'm uh, watching. we're watching. It's, it's six to five. Base is loaded. So yeah, was, tell me how your was, Cubs are doing. So in comparison to the stats that we gave about the White Sox, the Cubs are fifth in both runs allowed and runs scored in the National League. They've allowed 177. And they've scored 200. Um, however, 
we are currently on a four-game losing streak, and as Bupin very much gave us information, um, it's it's it okay. It's so not here's sitting. the thing. We're struggling on a lot of facets. Bullpen being the biggest one, like we've mentioned previously, uh, our offense has kind of gone to sleep for the most part, and I think a lot of that can be said about the injury to Nico Horner. Um, like the, we've heard the White Sox fans preach for the last, like, it seems like six years, they've been injured. So I think it's time for us to say, oh yeah, we have an injury too, you know? So don't be piling on us just because we're running the hardship. We lost probably our second best player who was hitting like, who was like, he go, we go type of player. So, I, um, that was definitely a big, uh, a big hit. Uh, I, I, I agree. taking a. I, I will say, I will say, we're still very much realistic in the point we are still on pace. Yeah, but a five-game losing streak is not something that you want. And obviously, from what we're seeing today, the bullpen completely imploding in a game where you need—it's it, not a must-win by any means, but it's like you need to end this streak. You need yeah. to—you can't be losing five-plus games this, in the season. This game let right alone here, eleven. Like some. This people. game right here is gonna show our closer, and if we lose, it's just gonna add to that that the bullpen is is not great. Yeah. Uh, real quick on the question: stat- Do you do do you do anything about it? No. So you, you have to write trade, it out. You just you try have to write it trade out. Bellinger. You trade all of your assets at the. Trade deadline. That I- the thing is, though, is if you want to be competitive next year, you're going to have to offer more contracts. And we still have a lot of the, our call ups that are kind of working on stuff. Um, yeah, but I don't but, really think I don't think any of those are bullpen arms, are they? Bullpen no. arms don't really come up through the system, right? They really you just don't. Kind of get lucky. Um, one thing for you guys, I know I gave stats about the White Sox and the Cubs. In comparison, the first place Rays, uh, they've only allowed 145 runs. And they've scored 268. And with that, the Cubs lost. (laughs) Fantastic. Also, the Miami Heat steal game one in Boston. Ah, God. I don't know what I don't know what to say. But we've covered part one. And now for part two of the big Chicago story. NFL schedule is out, boys. The Chicago Bears have two Thursday night games, a Sunday nighter, one Monday night, and very interestingly, two flex games, which that's one of the reasons I put out the uh, ESPN schedule. There's two to-be-determined uh, to games, which I think is very interesting, which leads me to believe, which I'm saving this for you guys, that the Bears uh, might be competitive towards the end. I don't of want the year. you to. I don't want to cut you off here, but every team has a to be determined in Week 18. Yeah, I think it's a new week thing they're doing. Yeah, but I believe Week 15 with Cleveland, um, it's they're they're implying playoff implications on that flex, which means it can be flexed out of their schedule going into Sunday night. So I just I feel like that's most teams. Like so once you're towards the end of the back end of the season all of these games can be basically flexed because the NFL does what they want to do. They want the good matchups in prime time. So I don't think you should be reading in too much to these flexed games just because it could happen. You have to if you're the Bears because of Week 18 and who you play against. 
You have to. Yeah, but I think they're both going to be not in the playoff hunt. Also, like, Cleveland is supposed to be pretty good. Like, I know, like, it's not great, but, like, a lot of people had them winners at the draft. Um, You know, they're making some decent moves, so, like, it may be the other way, too. Cleveland might be in the playoff picture. But yeah, I think I agree with Miller. They are trying to hold a lot more games at flex for that appeal in case that that game becomes more important than what it is. Then let's get right into it, boys. Week one, we have Green Bay. What you got? W or L? We take ownership back. This is the one we take ownership back from Green Bay. It's a W. <laughs> and I will not be three-peating. I believe the Bears will lose game one. Traditionally, in my recollection, and you guys can probably look it up online, but every time we have something new happen to our team, whether it's a new player, um, new big name that comes to our team, we always seem to lose the first one. So I'm going with tradition. <laughs> also, we don't I, have uh, Aaron Rodgers. We beat Trey Lance again. last year, but, you know, no big deal. Yeah, but who did we really add last year? Who Thank did we you. add this year? Uh, DJ Moore. So Fields was not last year. I guess it was two years ago, but okay. Yeah. God, if you were a fan, you would know. Anyway. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm going to butcher this, but I thought it was because I don't remember the stat. But I saw something that every time it's either when the Bears, I think it's they start the season against the Packers, they make the playoffs. It's yeah. been oh, like, okay. the last like, five wait, years. Wait, when they start it, but no result. So like whether they win or lose, they, they just make it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be interesting. I think last um, time we played them to start the season was when we made the Super Bowl. No, that's not true. That can't it be was, right. I shared that on the group. It was when we it was when we injured uh, Rogers, I believe, and then he came back and had his miracle. No, I I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We'll no, we'll let no, you look no, into no. that while we go into week two. Week two at Tampa. Miller, what you got? Tampa Bay is basically the Rams right now. They Come on, you could have made that in... rhyme. Tampa Bay is in disarray. I, I couldn't oh, think of that word. God. Thanks for calling me out on that. It's, uh, it's, it's right, right there. Here, I know. Um, but they are just, they're falling apart. They're trying to put duct tape on the team to kind of keep them together. They brought in Baker Mayfield thinking that that's going to do something. I mean, the bottom line is you don't know what that team is right now. They're the bottom of the barrel. They don't have they don't, no direction of future. Buddy, this is why the Bears are going to lose this game. It's Mike Evans. That's it. That's they don't it. have a quarterback to throw him the ball. It's They have a better quarterback in throwing it to Mike Evans. Mike Evans will jump and just catch anything. You can literally throw it down the parking lot. He still figures out a way to catch it. Yeah, and um, then he I, hurts his, he tears his ACL into the hands. <laughs> uh, like, week three. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I was going to say Tampa Bay has a lot of things up in the air. Like they're they lost a lot of people on offense and defense, but I still feel like it's a way game. They yeah. find a way. It'll be close, but we. Lose What's crazy close. though is Tampa. I believe is a very good Bear city. Um, Bears fans travel very well in Tampa. Makes sense. Uh, Florida. Week three, we are at Kansas City, and this is where Go I come ahead. in. Go ahead, CJ. Just give it to yes. me. Why Just bring, bring, bring it first, home, CJ. The first upset is Bears-Kansas City. I'm calling it now. May 17th, 
Fields will outperform Mahomes. You heard it here first. I mean, I will take it because you would never say anything good about Fields. That is true. <laughs> so th- this is huge, but come on, Kansas City, they lost ID Kill, still won. So you, there's nothing you can do. You you lose to the best team. You don't have a right defensive now. line. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna outgun with the this, best offense. You league. can definitely outgun. And I think this is week three. I think the Bears figure some stuff out. Um it allows Fields to get more time with his receivers. This will be one of those kind of show me games, though, where that's going to be the game that's going to say this season is in shambles or this season is decent. Not at all. Yes. Completely disagree. You're saying that the game against the Super Bowl champs are is going to be the game that's going to dictate the year? I believe Come so. Come on. Yeah. They're the best I team in so. the league. I believe so. It's it's definitely no, but here's the thing. So hear me out though. Here against the best team. Hear me out though. You are not expected to be close. But you at this moment, you would have them two and one. Boopin and I have them one and two. Now, if the Bears lose this game and they don't win against Green Bay to cover what Boopin is saying, that's two of us that have the team at 0 and 3. So 0-3 in what you are calling a weak division is not a good start. That's all I'm saying. Wait, it's not a weak division at all. It is. It's a weak division. It's a weak division. Conference? No, in the the division. Like NFC North. I don't know. It's a weak division, but okay. Um, Like, honestly, like, I think we can see, I can see them pulling up, like pulling it out in Tampa Bay, but I just want to be realistic. I feel like, We'll be close here, but not there. So I got you. That's why I put them there. Um, week week four, week if four. I can move on. Yeah, we Go ahead. Denver comes comes to town. Um, you know, um, I feel like Denver cannot be worse than last year, but I feel like they still. It's early in the season; they haven't figured it out. We 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 eke out a win. Um, you know, uh, we get to Wilson. Um, I got I got a W for Denver Miller. Get to Wilson. Did they sign someone? And you guys forgot to mention to me on the defensive no. line. Like, no, we're not getting to anybody. The line is not going to be good. Wilson, I think last year is going to be the anomaly. I think he relies a lot on his coach, obviously with Pete Carroll actually showing what he did with Gino. But uh, Russell Wilson will get back on track with the the mind of Sean Payton. That team was projected to be really good last year. I think that just translates. The defense is top in the league. I think field struggles. Um, I think Denver Is Den- was Denver's defense to... ranked high last year. Yeah, they were good yeah. last year. Yeah. And then they upgraded this year. So this they were good last better. year, but they weren't great because their offense was so bad that it would eventually, they were on the field the whole time. Right. So like you cannot be, yeah. That's gotcha. So I think that's let's, a loss at home. Let's go ahead and move on to week five, week five. We're going to take a look at the new owners of Washington commanders. Um, yeah. What do you guys got? Again, it's the same thing as Tampa Bay. This team is in disarray. Uh, I use that word this time, Boopin, just for you. I don't think they're but good. But it did they not rhyme, so it did not matter. Did not rhyme. Ah. They, didn't, they don't have a quarterback. 
They have some pieces. They you don't know about their running situation. Their defense is kind of in shambles as well. I mean, they didn't even pick up the option for Chase Young. You don't. You just don't know what this team is. Like, and I, we should have beat them last year if it wasn't for Mooney dropping a touchdown pass. So I, I think we go in there this year and. I, I feel like the ownership whole drama finally catches up with them, right? Like, it's been um, shit. Huh? I, I know, but like, even the coach says some of the moves they wanted to make, like they wanted to be aggressive with the quarterback market, but they could not because they didn't know who was coming in, what money was there to spend and things like that. I feel like they play okay, but we win them. We, uh, we win that game. It's a Thursday night game I, too, right? Yeah. Uh, that game is, uh, no, game. it is, oh, it's a Thursday night. Yes, you're correct. Um, I believe Ron Rivera is a difference maker, and it's against Chicago. I think we lose. I'll, I'll leave that up to coaching. Uh, but I, I do believe this is a coin flip game. It is the first. Um, it is the first uh, primetime game, or you know, one of the specialty games. Uh, and it is away, so we'll see. Uh, week six, we are at home against Minnesota. I have them losing. Miller? Overrated. I think Minnesota's going to come back to earth. I think we could split with them. Um, Interesting. So this would be the game to split with, the first one? Well, yeah, you're going to beat them at home if you're going to beat them someplace. Gotcha. Boopin, what you got? I Again, Minnesota, has a, I don't have a vibe on them. Looks like they're selling pieces. Dalvin Cook is on the way out. You know, they probably have the best offensive player out there probably uh, in uh, Justin Jefferson. So I don't know. I think it's close, but I think um, they eke out a win um, here. Like it's Keep close, but lose it. Jalen wants to go against Justin. He wants to shut him down. Did, yeah. Didn't that he happen shut... two years ago? Yeah, last year? <laughs> they tried and he I, was... Did he go off? I don't think he did that great. I, I don't think he went off, but like he definitely I think he didn't. Show like a hundred yards. I don't think he had a touch. I could be. Wrong. Um, just to recap with you boys, it's the end of week six. I have them at two wins. Boopin has them at three. Miller has them at four. And we're gonna continue with week seven. Miller or I'm Boopin. Actually, start us off. We are at playing at home against Vegas. Vegas is an interesting team too. Offensively, they look like um, you know, obviously Garoppolo is a question, but. Other than that, um, like Devontae, um, Renfro, they added the receiver from New England. They seem to be have the Josh Jacobs had a great year, right? So I feel like, again, um, this is a game we don't win. We come out with a loss there. Miller? Just a step above Tampa Bay. Just a step above. They're kind of in disarray, if you will. They brought in Jimmy G. They're going to try to get something out of him. Who knows if he can stay healthy. But they have the wide receiver in Devontae. They have the running back. But I think their defense. I think the team is a little more um, ready to make a push, whereas Tampa Bay is on the downtrend. I think Las Vegas could surprise some people this year. I, um, if I recall, week six is the trade deadline. There's already rumors no, that. I don't think. That's oh, right. is it week seven now? I think it's a lot. Further. It's later. Is it? Like, I thought it was week seven. Well. The reason that I thought the Bears were going to win is I believe Devontae Adams is going to ask for a trade, and Adams will go to go to New York. Gone. Adams will be gone by this time the Bears play, and I think we get the W um, because of that. Uh, week eight, we are playing 
against the LA Chargers, and I believe that is the start of the second win streak for the Bears. I believe we get the W against the Chargers. Uh, Boopin, what you got? Uh, I I am really high on Chargers. They just picked up Kellen Moore from Cowboys. They picked up a wide receiver in the first round. Um, you know, all of the weapons are still there. I feel like Herbert is like running for MVP. I may or may not have bets on him for MVP already. Uh, their defense is okay. I feel like it could be better, but still better than the Bears. So I think we lose this one too. Miller? This is just one of those teams that we always hype up and they always disappoint. It's been this way since Philip Rivers was on this goddamn team. True. I'll believe it when I see it, but I just think if this is going to be an offensive juggernaut of a game i think i just don't trust fields really in that situation i think justin herbert gets it done because he has more weapons um yeah i mean this to me was really a coin flip um i really do have it where the bears just kind of pull one out um but i will add that as my coin flip game uh miller week nine we go to where we went for your uh, bachelor party. We go to New Orleans, baby. What you got? Orleans. Oh, you want me to talk? Yes. New Orleans is a good team. They're probably the best in the South. I don't even know if it's even close. That's personally. saying something. I I am apparently one of the few people that actually think Carr is a good quarterback. Um, they still have um, what is it, Alec? Olave, right? That's right. I think. Olave. Olave, that's it. They still have Olave as weapons. They still have Kamara in the backfield. Their defense is still solid. Going Michael to New Thomas Orleans, is, might be back. Yeah, he's irrelevant. Who cares? Um, going to New Orleans is always tough. Uh, I just don't think – I don't see the Bears showing up. Yeah. To be able to get that. I mean, like, that team's identity was, like, defense and running the ball. I don't know if that's true anymore. So I feel like it's a close game, but we pull out a W. I also believe it is a close game, and I believe W. Uh, we go into week 10. We get to see the number one draft pick come to Chicago. It'll be the battle of uh, first quarterbacks here. I got them. The Bears are spanking Carolina. We uh, agree on something. Oh, my God. All three of us. <laughs> I will say. DJ Moore revenge game. I will say I this is my prediction. I have them now winning four straight. I saw that. That's ballsy, dude. Yeah. Uh, Boopin, what you got? Oh, well, actually, uh, we all said that it was all W's. Do you want to add anything? No, like I just said, DJ Moore revenge game. That's it. That's all I would say. We're going to go into week 11. We yeah. are at Ford Field, where we Close. actually took a nice little road trip to watch... Uh, Jay Cuddy almost Cuddy get us cut. into the playoffs. No, Megatron breaking the record, baby. Yeah, yeah I remember that too. Um, um, and yeah. uh, it's not going to be the same thing. We are getting spanked. Yeah. A couple of division games coming up. I don't. It both away. <laughs> I don't think, think we put a L. We, we take an L. I think Detroit I like, is a sneaky good team. Like I said at the beginning, I think this division's overrated. I don't think anybody's that great. Minnesota's going to come back down to earth. Detroit, they still have Jared Goff. Let's be real. But we still get the L. So that is another game in which we all agree. And we're going to continue agreeing because we go into week 12 at Minnesota. We're getting spanked. <laughs> and there's no other way to do it. 
it's going to start a trend with me saying we're getting spanked. Miller, <laughs> you want to continue on with that? We're away against Minnesota. I don't expect us to get the dub. Yep. We head into the bye with a two-game losing streak against divisional away opponents. All of us are in agreement. Uh, so, Boopin, I believe you put in the notes, November 1st is the trade deadline, which means before Between week 9 eight, starts. Eight, yeah, 8 and 9. Before week yeah. 9. Uh, we're going to be licking our wounds um, week 13. That is our bye week. Week 14, Detroit comes to our home. And the Bears will continue to lose on my end. Boopin, what you got? So I, I feel like um, Detroit, you know, had lots of expectations. This is when they usually shit the bed. Uh, finally catches up to them. We win in when Detroit comes to town. We, I, we take a W there. Like I said before, they have Jared Goff as their quarterback. He had a great... You are a hater on Goff. He had a decent year last I'm year. I'm a realist. A realist. Oh, I wouldn't. These I didn't realize there was more than one realist on this on this positivity these quarterbacks group. Quarterbacks like Jared Goff and Geno Smith that have careers of not being good have one good year. They does not mean they're going to go back to back. It's going to come back to the average. Didn't Goff back. win a Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl? He went to the Super. Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl, but I don't as think we he was very good, as we realized, girls, yeah, but as we realized, no one cares. Uh, week 15, I hope to meet up with Deshaun Watson so he can show me where the mess massage parlors are. <laughs> um, we are going to continue to lose. It's going to be four yeah, in a row on my end, but I'll come out happy. Miller, what you got? <laughs> uh, Deshaun will get it going again. I know he's been off for a while. Last year was kind of a shit show. I think he'll get it going this year. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be back to his Houston himself, but he's got some weapons there to work with. I think he, he gets that team on track. I think they make the playoffs. And I think one of the casualties is the Chicago bears. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know why um, everyone's high on the Cleveland bears, kind of like the Detroit too. Maybe that's why they give them a W. Um, yeah. Like lots of hope, right. In, in Cleveland, Deshaun will be what he is. The defense will be better. So I'm hoping all of something breaks there. Bears are on the up and up, winning, oh, winning in with Detroit the week prior, so they get a W here too. And it looks like you are predicting that they're going to continue their win streak when the Arizona comes to Soldier Field. Um, I, you have them dis- winning disarray. This is Arizona disarray, literally. Like that team, I don't know what they're. They gotta be in the running for like the number one pick next year. That's how bad that team is. Like Tyler's our defense out, right? is bad. Their defense is like way worse than our defense. I think. Kyler's gonna be out. Kyler's Maybe. out. They're probably Hopkins play probably him. traded. Uh, Hopkins has come out saying he doesn't want to trade. Okay. Yet. Yeah, that's that's bound to change. Um, yeah. it, uh, the Bears have a tradition of not winning against teams they should beat. Um, that seems to be a trend, and because you guys have them favored, they're gonna lose. Uh, that means that I have them on a five-game skid, but Hoopin has them on a three-game winning streak. That is correct, and this is where the turns have tabled because week seventeen turns have tabled. The Atlanta Falcons come to Soldier Field. It is a very much a New Year's Eve game. 
they're going to be cold. cold. The Bears win. The Bears win, <laughs> thanks to the cold. You know they you have B. Have, John Robinson, right? You can have and all the playmakers you want. If you don't have a guy behind center that can get them the ball, don't matter, baby. I, I don't know. Love you. Know. Boobin, does Soldier Field have a roof? <coughs> Not yet. Not yet, because I, they will in Arlington. But I think the cold in December will have a big play on this. I mean, like, uh, Atlanta was one of the better running teams all of last year. If They got better this year, if I may say so. I disagree with you. Atlanta is probably one of the sneaky good teams. Um, like, they have a full roster, too. So I, I say they win. Atlanta yeah, wins, sorry. And with that, we end the season, for me at least, exactly how we started. We go to Green Bay. We get spanked. So the ownership is not getting transferred. So the ownership <laughs> shared at this moment. Shared ownership. Uh, no, it's, it's an L. We, we all agree here. Ownership. Yeah, we all agree here that we, the Bears Jesus. at Green Bay is not all that great. Miller, you, I see uh, I, I see in the notes here, it's just hard to win in Green Bay, huh? It is. Yeah. It's very difficult. Um. So with that, Unless you guys have any other notes, um, I think this is also going to be a very interesting game because um, we get to find out how Love has performed from like week one to like the very end of the season. So I think that's also going to be something. He's going to that... perform like shit because he's shit. Well, boys, I got hey. a stat for you. You you guys ready to get hyped? Go for it. Okay. For one reason or another, the Bears always seem to be in a playoff position anytime. They play Green Bay in the final week. 2006, oh, was... 2010, 2013, 2020. Maybe the schedule gods know something that, that they're doing. That was stat number one. Way. Ready for stat number two? All right. Hold your hold your horses, okay? The I'm last time horses. these two teams started and ended the game together, Green Bay and Ch- Chicago Bears, was 2006. And you know what happened in 2006, boys? Yeah, we lost in the Super Bowl, buddy. But we made the Super Bowl. Um, One thing that I do want to tell you, um, this does not get me excited. I'm sorry to say. Zero excitement. Zero excitement. Um, Jesus Christ. Those teams were decent that you just mentioned. This team is not decent. They might make the playoffs, but we're not going to be running to the Super Bowl. I can tell you one thing. I did not say we are, but Jesus, give us some hope. I you said we were going in at nine. Finished the season against yeah. the Packers. We played the Super Bowl. I will say though, um, given that we've talked all about this, um, you both actually have the Bears eight and nine, which I think we've talked in our special chat group. Eight and nine is in contention, at least for a wild card spot. I have them seven and ten, so I am one game away from you guys. Um. Does this feel like a 500 Bears team, or did we get lucky with the schedule? I think we got lucky with the schedule. Um, what's 500? Nine and eight. Well, eight and nine five. is not 500. It's not, but it's a flip. You know, you're either a little bit above 500 or below. And you're, you're average. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, point taken. Our our defense is probably going to be bad. Our offense is probably going to be a little bit better. But does that is that enough to win like four more games than last year? Right, five more games than last year. Point taken. 
I'm hoping we make some more moves, be a little bit more competitive, but you're right. We're not going to Super Bowl, probably not the playoffs this year. We have four picks in the first round, first first round next year. I'm hoping, you know, we take another step in the right direction and we are competitive next year and moving forward. That's my goal. I will I will say in the the honorable words of our friend Ben, it is week 18. Um the the draft picks, we have to see something this year. Uh the draft picks that we got some kind of improvement. This um, the, that we this, picked this year or that next yeah. year, last year? This year. This year. I think you cannot expect draft picks to be evaluated first year. Yes, you can. We've talked about this multiple times. I mean, first couple of rounds. Multiple times. The first couple rounds. No. Here's what I'm saying. And hear me out. It takes three years to get evaluated. Here's here's what I'm saying, though. I would like to see improvement because this is the first true draft pick with the new system fully in place with the coaches. So the players that got picked this year was with the vision of of that. I just want to see improvement. Um. A lot of the games here are 50-50. Um, we're going to have a rough, rough couple games, but I do agree with Miller. I believe we got lucky with the schedule. Um, I think we have three playoff teams from last year. I don't know. Um, lots of like Atlanta, just Cleveland, City, lots of teams that are on the up and up. Bay, Kansas City, Minnesota. New Orleans? Did they make the playoffs? No. No. Tampa Bay did. That's three teams. Cleveland didn't. Did they? You are correct. You are correct. Cleveland might have. No, I don't believe Cleveland did. Oh. Yeah, three teams. The schedule's shit. And we still go nine and eight. We're not that great a team. But we're going to improve. It's funny you said nine and eight when you predicted eight and nine. Eight and nine. So that's probably going to be the best way to uh, end the podcast. Uh, Boopin, sign us off, buddy. Friends, thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe buttons below. Maybe someday in the near future, we can have some positivity coming out of Chicago sports. But until then, we suffer in misery together. Until next time, be good out there. Peace.